As someone who is so excited to garden this spring, yet really wants top quality soil, I'm really excited to introduce you to Coast of Maine, which is an esteemed brand renowned for its organic soil offerings. And if you're seeking to infuse your home environment with a nourishing essence that promotes flourishing plant life, you're going to want to listen to this because with over 28 years of expertise, Coast of Maine has meticulously crafted soils sourced from oceanic waters and farms certified for organic cultivation. It's so nice to find such a sustainable sustainable, eco-friendly brand who really emphasizes the importance of natural ingredients to enrich their soil. And I mean, they have, like I said, top quality with rigorous quality control and OMRI listed certification. Their diverse range of products caters to all gardening needs. Most of our soils may lack appropriate nutrients for success for our plants and our plants need this. We want to regenerate the healthy microbes in our soils to set up for gardening success and just for our plants to thrive. So if we add Coast of Maine products, this will indeed help. Whether you're planting trees or shrubs or perennials in your yard, adding Coast of Maine soil in your planting holes leads to a long, slow feeding of your plants, making them self-sufficient and vibrant, which we love. Let's say you want a vegetable garden. Not only will you receive abundant harvest, but there will be less feeding and maintenance throughout the season. Amazing. You know that everything grown in Coast of Maine soil is organic and safe for your family and friends right out of the garden. And then you get to also feel good about their sourcing as I'm so thankful they provide natural ingredients because they will never include household waste or biosolids. And we know that nothing nurtures the world above better than the soil below cultivated from products and practices rooted in coast of Maine. And so they will continually perfect the art and science of sourcing, mixing, and composting products worthy of the people and the place that inspired their brand and the healthier world it was built to serve. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. We love supporting local and the products are carried by local retail partners who can provide advice and insight not found in big box stores. So Coast of Maine knows from beginner to expert. Anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. And their products make organic gardening simple and approachable so we can all garden. So let's get to growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. That's Coast of Maine, like the state with an E, coastofmaine.com. I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive, hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, Medics. Thrive Cosmetics and Bigger Than Beauty skincare are not just makeup brands, they're a whole vibe. They're all about empowering us to rock our confidence, and when you support them, we are helping other communities thrive. Their stuff is not only easy to use, but 
no nasties, zero parabens, sulfites, phthalates. They are 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Let's talk lashes. Thanks to Thrive's liquid lash extensions, I must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush. It adds lengths. There are no clumps. And also, guess what? It slides right off with warm water. So no raccoon eyes here. And I appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. And it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics. C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. So much of human design is that, you know what I mean? It's not stuff where we hear it and we're like, oh, this is like a foreign language. I've got to start a home. What are my new rules? You know, and it's just more like, oh my God, yes. Like these are things I've innately known all along, but you're just giving me permission to step into it. You probably don't hear the emotional piece and you're like, wait, like that feels wrong. I don't want to wait. You're like, yeah, I guess that is true. The other thing about human design is like, just because I tell you you're a manifester does not mean you have to operate like one. And just because I tell you you're a projector doesn't mean you have to do that. It just often feels better when you do. And so we often call human design an experiment. Now let the magic begin. Hello and Jai Ma. Jai Ma Soul Tribe. Yomis. It's Raquel. It is the Leo moon, my absolute favorite moon. Why? Because that's my moon sign. And I'm always feeling it, feeling a little more energetic during this time. So I know many of you may be excited for this episode thanks to the title. Because yes, I brought you another Your Own Magic Human Design episode with my human design gal, Erin Claire Jones, which by the way, what is wild is Erin and I have very, very similar designs as you'll hear in this episode. I mean, this gal, she gets me, this woman, I should say, she gets me and I love it. I love it. But then again, she also gets most all of us as, you know, holding this human design infinite wisdom is basically the Professor Albus Dumbledore of the muggle world, right? <laughs> Those of you who may not be familiar with human design, don't worry. Erin clarifies it in this episode, of course. But, you know, for now, I'll just read something directly from her site, just so you get it. Full on reading about human design from Erin's site because she lays it out beautifully, so why even try? Erin writes, human design is a tool for high performance, making it easier to flow and materialize what you truly want in life with every decision you make. Human design sheds light on your emotional, psychological, and energetic makeup, giving you the self-awareness and tools to align your nature and step into your highest potential in every area of your life, in your career, 
partnership and relationships. So by the way, human design, it mixes ancient wisdom with also modern science like quantum physics and genetics. So I'll link the other human design episodes for you, dear listener, in the show notes that basically, you know, sum up not only the basics, the fundamentals, but also expand on other topics like business. However, in this episode, we mostly focus on (laughs) relationships, mostly romantic relationships. People probably think (laughs) that I am seeking a romantic relationship. No, I'm allowing it to come. You'll hear why that is the case due to my design. And also, if you were to read my astrological chart, you would know I just need to wait and welcome for it to come. But I am providing this value for you and myself. (laughs) So, whether or not you are single or in a relationship, I am telling you this episode is for you. And then, of course, before we begin, if you have no idea what human design is, don't worry, Erin will clarify it. But in the meantime, you can actually find out your design for, obviously, no cost whatsoever by clicking on a link in the show notes, which actually, just saying this up front, it leads you to Aaron's site, which that will lead you to the traditional Jovian archive site that calculates your birthday and gives you your design. And yeah, you could just Google it, by the way, but I'll leave you with Aaron's site and the Jovian archive she prefers because she's a guest. And of course, I want to serve my guests the best I can by providing links to their websites and whatever they provide. (laughs) Either route you choose, it's going to lead you to the Jovian archive. We do also talk about how human design can actually give you an idea on how to best approach Instagram and other social media from not only marketing perspectives, as that is obviously her specialty, is working with businesses, but also from a personal perspective as well. And yeah, Erin basically said she's not surprised based on my design that I go through Instagram phases. I mean, I ebb and flow and, you know, we must always honor our rhythms and not feel like we have to force anything. I personally love it. What's awesome, I realize, is I don't really ever feel like I have to force doing this podcast because I just, I'm in a a flow with it. I love it. Tuh. How awesome is that? I've been able to provide an episode every stinking Monday since October 16th, 2017. I must say, I am proud of myself. Thank you very much. (laughs) And I'm also thankful and proud of all the Yomis who have been killing it with whatever they want to pursue. Man, we need to collect these stories because a lot of Yomis who have been listening to Euromagic since 2017, 2018, maybe even 2019 have really started these insane businesses or creations or just created these magical experiences or helped their mental health, their spiritual health in some way. It's amazing. All right, anyway. And now, every other week, I will be sending a shout out to Yomi Reviews, who, you know, send a glowing review and then happen to leave their name or Instagram handle. I'm just going to send some love to multiple reviewers who sent something and either left their name or Instagram username. So thank you, Brendan underscore page, Brendan with an E, by the way, and Dancel Say Luna and Ashley Pearl. 
seriously, thank you so much for sending some magic love. Your reviews mean the world, as you know. And if you have a second or two, would love for you to leave one yourself and make sure to send your name or Instagram handle so I can shout you out wherever you are in the world. Yeah, I'm just sending out names, changing it up temporarily just to see how it feels. This is like a trial run. And then, you know, if it feels better to simply just read the reviews, I will do that. Probably have someone else read the review. Yeah, so just trying this out for now. I also was tempted to change things up, having the intro as the outro. But, you know, when I started that for last week's episode, honestly, it just, it didn't feel right. And I know my mind thought it would make a world of sense, but, you know, my heart, my gut, my emotional authority, mm-mm, nope, uh, nope, did not, not it. Not it. And speaking of emotional authority, Aaron in this episode also expands on authorities in your design as well, along with profile and the centers. So if none of this makes sense at all, trust me, it will. And now, I believe it is time to let the magic begin with Aaron Claire Jones. specialty is with businesses and leadership, but also I know that you are obviously very well-rounded and know everything when it comes to design. So because this month is, you know, the love month, romantic Mm. love, self-love, yada, yada, the first part we'll talk about that. And then we can dive into other topics as well that I've laid out. That's amazing. Yeah. I think that like, I love the team stuff, but so much of my work is also just with individuals and partnerships. So all very relevant. Um, Perfect. One thing that you posted recently or was it recent? I don't know. I just remember seeing it. I loved it. It was something about, I wish I brought it up. It was something about don't fall in love with someone's design, fall in love with the person Mm. or something like that. And I was like, oh yes. Sometimes we get so caught up in what our charts and designs and stuff Mm -hmm. say, but really it's like, who's this human that you're connecting to? Because there's probably something unique about each of your design and each of your charts quote unquote that you might not even see but it just really is compatible 100 percent, and I think that like I've definitely had people be like can we build a dating app it's like I'm a projector looking for project whatever it is you know yeah. but I just think that like you kind of need the like human chemistry you need to see someone be like oh my god like I want to explore with you I'm so attracted to you there's like chemistry and then once you like have that dynamic like that's the perfect time to kind of dive into your design and be like okay, now, like, how can I best understand how to communicate and and relate to you and support you now that we already know that dynamic is there, but you can't ever, like, invent that thing. (laughs) And I think also there's, like, benefits in both. Like, if you're with somebody who's a similar type, there's gonna be, like, a real foundation for just, like, friendship and harmony and connection and understanding. But, like, there's so much attraction and difference being with somebody who's, like, a totally different type than you. Opposites attract Mm -hmm. a lot of the time. 100%. 100%. But are there, by any chance, um, design combinations that either do not often work well or just might be a little more challenged as a couple. (laughs) I think that there are some, and it's not even based on type. It's kind of based on, so with human design, you can literally layer two charts on top of each other and like see basically what happens and kind of like the communication dynamic, the emotional dynamic. And so there are some like combinations that just require a little bit more work to like stay together and stay connected than others. Um, I wouldn't say that like any are impossible. I think that like, 
you know, being with somebody, I see a lot of projectors together. I see a lot of generators and manifesting generators together. So again, there's such resonance. There is such a cool thing with generators and projectors hmm. just because they bring such different energies. Um, but I really don't, I think everything's possible. Like, yeah. you know, maybe having a reflector with like somebody who's incredibly defined, like might be a lot of energy, but if they start to understand it and know how to work with it, like then I think anything's possible. So I just think there are kind of advantages to both. Like I've looked at a lot of my former partners and a lot of them are projectors. And I think we were drawn to each other just because of like our more similar way of looking at the world. Yeah. But like my partner now is a generator and like it's the best because he just like <laughs> brings everything to the table that I don't, you know? And like if we expected each other to be more similar, like we'd probably really struggle. But I think because we really know how different we are and have a language for it, then like it, it, it works really well. Ooh, that makes so much sense as well. I mean, it's not that I'm going to be out there seeking, like, are you a generator? Are you a projector? But <laughs> I've noticed that the last few people that I also dated were also projectors like myself. And it's because mm-hmm. we, we all had very similar ambitions and just the way that we approach the world and how we see ourselves in this world. I didn't see it end up aligning after all and perhaps like it's because a generator just somebody else Mm -hmm. someone different Mm -hmm. just needed to add other ingredients to the recipe yeah and you know another really interesting piece to look at in your design is like you know you're an emotional decision maker I am too yeah and so you look up your design you know you'll see what your authority is and if you haven't looked it up yet you can go to erinclairjones.com slash look up and look it up there but the authority is how we make decisions and so for you you're like not meant to be impulsive or jump into any relationship I'm the worst. I already do that though. I'm so impulsive. Well, there's such a <laughs> tendency, but like, I think that often these people need like a real period of courtship of just like really feeling into someone on like all mm. just phases of their emotional wave to be like, you know what, this really does feel good. Oh, you know, what? it still feels good. You know, I'm going to keep committing to this thing. Like, you know, my partner, like I knew him for like, you know, four years before I started dating him. And that is 100% not a requirement. Mm-hmm. But I just think that there is this, I just like really feeling into someone and kind of giving yourself space yeah. before you jump in. And like another really interesting dynamic to look at in relationships is like, say if one person's emotional and the other person is not, they could be sacral, they could be splenic. It basically means that they're really impacting other people with their emotions. So like, say, you know, you're dating somebody and they're very sensitive emotionally, they may kind of always be taking in your emotional stuff and like experiencing it in a very intense way. And so human design is so helpful and kind of bringing that stuff to the light. So they're like, oh, wait, that's not mine. Like in those moments, the best thing I can do is like take space and just reconnect to my own energy and not kind of just like go so deep into your emotional wave because that's really just part of your process. Makes sense. Oh, absolutely. And I already know. I've I even knew then that that is how my system would rather work, how my soul would rather operate when it comes to like meeting and courting and mm-hmm. getting to know someone to see if that truly is a match. Just really feel it out. Because you also want to see where they're at at this time, you know, totally. um, and yourself as well. So and that just that doesn't happen in an instant all the time. It does take time. Now, some people might be tuning into this episode and they perhaps never heard part one. <laughs> right, exactly. And they're probably like, what the what hell are you, are you talking about? So with that being said, of course, I highly recommend they also listen to part one. But so they can continue to listen to this episode, perhaps give them a frame of reference, a quick little sum up of mm-hmm. A, each different type. And then now, since we're also talking about authority, the different authority types, but, you know, a quick one to three, maybe sentence sum up just so people are like, okay, I get this. Up to date. Cool. (laughs) So human design basically gives us our energetic DNA. So it's based on our exact time, date, and place of birth. And it helps us understand how we're meant to cultivate relationships, communicate, um, 
you know, work within teams, all the things. And it really just gives us a language and a framework to think about how we operate at our best. For context, there are about 2 billion different configurations. So everybody's incredibly unique. So it's really nice to like go deep in and kind of get the full picture. But at the highest level, there are five different types. So there are manifesting generators, generators, projectors, reflectors, and manifestors. So super high level manifesting generators and generators are the ones that have the energy and the life force to just like build and create and make them make things happen. They're kind of meant to wake up with a lot of energy, use it up and kind of crash, like having fully exhausted their tank. They're meant to allow things come to them to come to them and kind of trigger gut response before they engage. So like they can initiate a relationship as soon as they get that clear gut response that like, yes, they want to explore something with this person. And they're just so meant to be lit up by whatever they're like investing their energy in because when they are lit up by what they're doing, they're literally creating energy for everyone around them. So like being so lit up by their relationship is so important. Um, projectors, you and I are both projectors. And these are people that are really here to kind of be advisors and leaders and guides and teachers. Like their gift is in the way they see the world and not really in like how much they do or how hard they work. And so their strategy is all about kind of waiting to be recognized and invited in. So in the context of relationships, like really feeling a sense of like energetic recognition and invitation before engaging, like, you know, I don't think apps are impossible for these people, but like making sure that real sense of recognition is there before you engage. Um, is key. And also for these people, like not trying to keep up, you know, their energy is a lot more inconsistent. So if you're with a generator or manifesting generator partner, like really giving yourself permission to take rest, you know, when my, my partner and I move or not move, but travel to a new city, he's like, immediately has the energy to like go explore. And like, I got to just like lay on my back for a couple hours and just having the language and understanding that has been so useful. I'm like, Oh, I want to like keep up and like, you know, have the energy. And he's like, your projector, go lay down, oh God, you know, we'll reconnect that. tonight, I which that. I need because like, I'm just like, I got to keep up. I got to do it. You know? And like, just having the language, he's like, you don't got it right now. <laughs> like you. And I'm like, yeah. Oh my gosh. That sounds heavenly because that would be so nice sometimes if people, if other people just gave me that confirmation. I understand that. I understand of just wanting to stay on their energetic level and want to keep up with them. But at the same time, if somebody else was like, I can feel that right now you want to take it easy. Exactly. Take it easy. That'd be so nice. And like the biggest shadow for projectors is just like being overzealous. Just like yeah. not knowing enough is enough and pushing ourselves through our tiredness. And so like to have a reflection because like I don't always notice when I'm doing that. And my partner's like, why are you still responding to emails? Why are you like saying yes to this party? I'm like, oh, you're right. Like I, this is an opportunity to like tune in and realize I don't actually have the energy for that thing. Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. So that's a big one. And then um, for manifestors, so manifestors are the ones that are going to just like initiate, get things started, kind of make things happen. Um, they really operate best when they have a lot of freedom and control and autonomy. They're really here to do things in their own way, on their own terms, not to kind of be disrupted in their flow. So in the context of relationships, they really like it's good for them to initiate. Like once they have that urge to kind of make that first move, it's so funny. I had a client a couple of months ago who was a manifester and she was like so resistant to initiating in romantic relationships because she was like I don't think that's what I'm supposed to do but it was so funny because when she reflected back on all of her relationships the ones that had been like the most powerful and potent were the ones that she just like had made the first move and it was like so unnatural but like when she actually like stepped out of her comfort zone and did it it was like always so powerful so I think sometimes it requires some retraining to like come back and be like this is actually probably the best way for me to enter into it and so 
for manifestors, their strategy is about initiating, but also about informing. So communication is going to be so important for them in relationships. Like they're not really here to ask for permission or like tell people, like, you know, explain themselves to people, but they are really here to like, let people know what they're going to do before they do it. You know? So making sure they're kind of keeping those around them, like super informed and just being like, I've chosen to do this thing. I'm going to go outside because like when they're not informing people, just kind of like get suspicious and a little bit resistant. Ooh, that actually, yep. My man, you were saying manifestors, right? Not manifestor generators. Manifestors. Yes. Yes. Okay. That makes a lot of sense because my one manifestor friend who's like one of my best friends, she does always keep me informed before she doesn't think, but she also always follows through and does it. Yes. Exactly. And it's just like, it's a way to feel supported by the people around you and not have them be like, what is going on? What are they doing? You know? And I think one other just piece, because I I did lump manifesting generators and generators together just because they're shared strategy, but like manifesting generators are often meant to have their energy in a lot of things at once and just be like balancing it all. And so like, they've often been made to feel like they're scattered or like they're doing too much. And so like, so important for them to not expect their partner to keep up with them and to kind of give themselves permission to like do what they love and have it be eight things and have that be okay. And I think like, you know, just to jump around a little bit, I think both for generators and manifesting generators, like they really contribute so much to the world and uplift everyone's energy when they're actually using their energy in a way that feels good. And so if they're getting kind of caught in someone else's flow in a relationship and not honoring like what they innately have the energy for, like that's going to be very challenging. So just like carving out space to really be in their own flow and honor what feels uniquely exciting to them. Um, thank you for not only summing them up, but summing up the relationships and the shadow totally. side of each of, of them. Of course. No, I think it's it's always so nice having a framework. And the relationship one is just like, honestly, like couples readings or even business partner, re- business partner readings are my like absolute favorite because it's just so fascinating to kind of just like surface all these dynamics that like are there and we just like are all of a sudden given a language for it. Um, so reflectors are, you know, super unique, have a very kind of just like objective way of looking at the world, a very wise perspective. They tend to be very sensitive to their environment. So in romantic situations, like they should always be the one choosing the restaurant, choosing the Airbnb, choosing the hotel, making sure their home feels good, their city feels good. Like if you're dating a reflector and they're in a city that feels wrong, it's like going to really impact them in a big way and probably be a little bit challenging for them to really connect to their purpose and what they're here to do. And so by really honoring their sensitivity to space, like the relationship will probably like um, just evolve and feel much better. And they also are some, they're people that are very um, just adaptive to their space, but also very fluid in their identity. Like they are not here to be put into one box or be one way all the time. Like they're going to feel a little bit different every day, depending on where they are and who they're with. And so, you know, for the partner to not expect consistency from them, but basically allow them to be fluid and kind of like allow them to kind of be in that just more watery space of feeling different every day and like supporting that. Um, and they can maybe offer consistency in their partnership, you know, be like, I'm here in solid. Um, and I one more thing I wanted to share about reflectors, but yeah. Oh, the other thing is reflectors are such powerful mirrors. So they basically kind of reflect back to us the state of things. And so like, if you are dating a reflector and you're really not feeling good about yourself or whatever, your partner's going to probably mirror that back. So I would just like watch out for that. So rather than like putting it on them and be like, why are you showing up this way? Just like checking in for yourself. And you're like, what am I projecting that like this is the thing that they're returning to me? Oh, yeah. And it can be an intense energy as well because you don't understand really what's going on unless you 
were aware like oh this person is actually just reflecting something within me and exactly. they might not even recognize that they're doing it as well maybe they do I don't know but it's it's an intense energy and I think that's why they're so rare yeah I don't think we like need you know tons of them because like one of them is so powerful and just like mirroring back to us the state of things but like it was so revealing I was in a session a few months ago and this woman was like whenever I feel bad about myself, like I just like notice my partner doing the same. And then I start like getting angry at him. And then he's, and then she's like, Oh, but then like when I start to resolve my own relationship with myself, like he shows up in a totally different way, you know? So like, I've got to just like make sure I'm really being accountable and responsible for where I am. So I can like really, you know, just accept that mirror and they can mirror back the, the good parts too. Yeah. All right, Yomis. So a quick interruption to talk about, a sponsor who has been here since day one. So some of you may be very familiar, but I encourage you to continue to listen to this short little ad as you may or may not know the power of Hum Nutrition and everything that they provide. I've been receiving lots of messages of how Hum has helped them in some way. A lot of people, it seems like myself, love their gut instinct. It's like... uh, It is a powerful probiotic. It actually has 10 strain probiotics, 25 billion organisms, and each bottle has 30 vegan capsules for you. So you get your 30-day supply. And it really has helped my gut fight a lot of different issues, especially somebody that does eat a lot of fiber. I realized that um, that did have an impact on my gut in some way. So it's nice to have the proper digestive enzymes and probiotics in there to allow myself to run a little more smoothly, if you know what I'm saying. And then also for those of us who are turning 30 soon or over 30, you know, age just kind of becomes a thing. It's part of this human experience. Well, I also recommend their turning back time as it's just a natural way to provide ourselves with the age-defying skin cell protection supplements that they provide, such as turmeric and phytopolyphenols for antioxidants and polypodium leucotomos as a UV guard. I still don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I'm going with it. (laughs) So 20% off for the Soul Tribe. Still an offer for you when you go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code MAGIC. And there's still just so much more. I highly recommend that you get a free nutrition report from one of their nutritionists to find the perfect supplement for you. They find the highest quality ingredients to help a variety of common health issues such as tummy problems or helping our skin glow, our nails grow for energy, speeding up that metabolism, or maybe those who want a natural sleep formula. I mean, hum, they've got you covered with their gluten-free, non-GMO products, and most of them are vegan. So there you go. (laughs) Go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code MAGIC for 20% off your order. That's humnutrition.com, promo code MAGIC. let's say astrological signs you can describe them in a few words like virgo practical and generous or libra is balanced and caring could you potentially describe two to three words each of the types just so we can get Mm -hmm. just uh just a greater idea before we continue on yes of course so let's think um so for 
generators and manifesting generators, it would be like infectious, like uplifting, energizing creators. Okay. Is that good? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> um, projectors are like seers, like guides, leaders, like sensitive. Sensitive, yes. Sensitive beings we are. Okay. Um, manifestors are powerful, impactful, a force. Mm-hmm. And reflectors are mirrors, also just mirrors, fluid, wise, so, so unique. And their experience of life is probably going to be very different than everyone around them. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want me to go through authorities? Yeah. Wait, did we go miss ahead. one? We did generator, manifesting generator. We did generators and manifesting generators together. So let's see if we're going to separate them. Yeah, if we separate like, them, that'd be great. Separate generators would be like mastery, like focus, like um, dedication. And manifesting generators would be like multi-passionate, um, like very efficient, moving very quickly and you know, not one word, but hands on a lot of things at once. Perfect. That can resonate with a lot of people like each one, you know, someone might feel like they're a bit of a reflector and a bit of a manifesting generator, but it's mm-hmm. interesting when you, you know, plug in your numbers, I'll leave the link to Aaron's um, design, yeah, what do you call it? Calculator, Perfect. chart reader. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll leave that in the show notes <laughs> and that way you can find out what you really are. Yeah. The deeper you get into this as you not only learn your design type, but also your authority and your authority, your profile, which is also actually so interesting and kind of how to, you know, meet people and, and interact. Then you look at all your open centers, the areas where you're really sensitive, your natural strengths. Yeah. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. <laughs> uh, and that's when it all comes together and you're like, wow, that is me. And like exactly. you said, it's so powerful to have that languaging for it and also gives you more compassion and just understanding for your future moves and endeavors. So I exactly. love the language of human design. Um, okay, so we'll continue on with authority. Yay. Okay, so authorities are basically how we're designed to make decisions. So in the context of relationships, it would be like, how do I know if this person's actually right for me? Like, and so there are some people that are emotional. So if you look it up, it'll say emotional solar plexus. So that's true for both me and Raquel. Yeah. And it basically means that we are not meant to jump into relationships or jobs or anything. It's really good to feel into things. And basically we're kind of always riding this emotional wave. And so the most important thing is to not make decisions on the higher, the low of an emotional wave, but give ourselves time to like really feel into things and just like kind of feel out someone in all places of our emotional wave and kind of enter into things from like a very cool and calm and clear place and not like a super emotional high or low. Mm -hmm, I feel that, you know, so, and there can be such a tendency to be impulsive, but it's very much like, I feel so excited. This is amazing. I'm going to jump in. And then like a week later or a month later, it's like, wait a sec, you know? And so it's by giving yourself that space at the beginning that you can kind of just make sure you're entering the right relationships from the outset. And the idea is like, if you're super wavering, like high, low, high, low, high, low, like that wavering is going to persist throughout the relationship. But if you enter from this place of just like cool, calm commitment, then like that kind of cool, calm, just clarity that it's the right thing for you will also persist. Man, that applies to most everything as well, not just relationships. All the things. All the things. All right. I know. And we're living in a world of like, we've got to be so impulsive and spontaneous and move very quickly. So it sometimes can be it can feel challenging to operate this way, but a lot of people have this in their design and like just slowing down is such a powerful tool to be like, okay, yes, this is the right job. This is the right relationship. This is the right friendship, whatever it is. Um, So for the people that are sacral, 
it's all about their gut response. So they basically want to have like a very, just a, an expansion in their body, a gut feeling towards a relationship that it like just feels like the right thing for them. And so they're kind of waiting to be lit up in their gut to know whether it's the right thing for them. And so this is only possible for generators and manifesting generators. And so say they're like looking through an app and they see someone and they get like lit up, like that's a gut response, you know, or say they're at a party and they see someone across the room and feel this just like expansion and opening and excitement towards that person. Like that's the permission to kind of just like a go initiate, but you're kind of waiting for your body to like really validate and like let you know it's the right place to put your energy and that's very different from you being like yeah I should like this person like they really like check all the boxes but I'm just like not feeling it like you've just got to feel like a full body yes in your body and like if you're not getting that full body yes it is just not the right thing or it's not the right time yet Mm. makes sense yeah yes and I was thinking because I also receive you know a lot of gut responses of course I'm an emotional authority and I'm also a projector instead of a generator Mm -hmm. manifesting generator and they're the only ones that receive gut responses so what is the difference because a lot of us you probably also have you know this inner knowing where you might feel it in your gut Mm -hmm. or your heart or wherever um how do you would you distinguish that response between one that a manifesting generator or generator might feel for their sacral authority so I think like, and it's going to vary depending on design, but a lot of it is like, so the intuition is actually different than the gut response in, in human design. So I don't feel much of a gut response in my life, but I do like get very strong intuitions, which is like, even when I first met my partner, like in 2013, far before he ever became my partner, it was like at a work meeting. And I was just like, I could like really see myself with someone like him. And it wasn't like, I want to be with him, but I was just like, he's just the vibe that I see for myself, you know? And I just think that we just get these hits. And so like those, and they could be hits, they could be gut responses, like whatever it is, I think just like trust that. But I think for someone like you, who's emotional, it's like register it, like acknowledge it, but then give yourself a moment to see like if it is consistent. Ooh, that, that makes sense. Cause I've received gut feelings, gut responses and heart responses as well, or yeah, intuitive hits. But for me taking time, and just really processing it, registering it, that is what truly makes sense for the longevity of whatever it is. Because like you said, if I act on those impulsive hits, it might not be exactly what I really want. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Exactly. And so it's just like, it basically means, yeah, it just means for you, your instinct is not reliable in the moment. Like you not only need to feel good about something in the moment, but you need to feel good about it over time. Yep. Okay. I love that. Even though I don't like that because it's like, I, I, you know, we live in that age where we just want to know right now. Totally. But no, Raquel, you got to be patient. You gotta, and there's such depth when you like allow <laughs> that patience, you know? And like you also have yeah. a certain channel or strength in your design. I have the same one where there's like just a restlessness, like just like a restlessness for new experiences and new places and just like oh newness and new things to learn from. And like it's so fun because there's such an ability to like dream and fantasize about all the things that are possible. But like it's really balancing that restlessness with like, just some kind of self-control where it's like, okay, I understand I'm restless, but I also know that I need to take a beat before I commit. Oh, oh, oh you just changed my yeah. world. I'm going to really, really apply that for 2020. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and just knowing it, like when I'm there, I'm like, oh, I see. I'm, I'm restless. I get it. It's happening, but I know that it's not time to jump. <laughs> and you can just um, laugh at yourself and just like be like, okay. And, and that gives me 
permission, my self permission to be like, okay, it's okay to take time with this because my mind might take over and be like, nope, you got to decide now. And then I'll be like, nope, I have to take time. Exactly. And it's just not time yet. Nope. All right. Okay. So we have intuition. So there are people that are splenic. This is only possible for manifestors and projectors. And intuition is different than the gut response. Intuition is just like this quiet knowing. It's just like a whisper that you hear. Like my sense is probably that's a lot of what shows up for you. Just like tingles like a feeling of resonance or something it's just like it just comes out of nowhere you're like whoa you know like what is that what is that feeling what is that knowing and so these are the people that are actually meant to be very spontaneous and super impulsive you know and so if they're getting that intuitive knowing about a of reaching out to someone or um going away with someone trust it but also know that your intuition can change so like you might be like yes it doesn't mean like that's going to be the thing forever so just like keep tuning in to what that intuition is telling you and just like your work is really just about being courageous enough to act Wow. Oh, absolutely. Now I feel like every single person before they hear those messages, like follow your intuition, follow your gut, follow your heart, like find out your authority. So you know (laughs) whether to act on it right away or to take your time. Exactly. You know, and that's what I love about human design is that there's so much blanket advice out there and like, it can be great, but like a lot of it doesn't apply to all of us, you know, like I I feel like I always heard follow your gut. I'm like, what? (laughs) You know, like Uh, I get feelings, but like, but like, whereas my partner's just got like such a visceral gut response. And so I think human design just breaks it down where it's like, oh, this is what's true for us. I wow. get it. Like, and it's, and it's unique for each of us. And that's the magic is just kind of giving us the framework to really understand that. Oh my gosh. That gives me so much clarity as well in helping others, because I always say, mm-hmm. well, I mean, some of us, we feel in our gut, we, or we have a heart knowing. And I always kind of considered both of them as intuition but you're right there is like just that intuitive hit a quiet knowing that doesn't really have a language or a place it just is just a knowing it's just an inner exactly you just you just know but aside from all of that we all receive that in our own way and I always understood that however this thing that is just a big hit for me right now is the fact that some people they don't need to act on that impulsively or receive that as an answer right away. Mm -hmm. They may need to, this is just so big for me right now, take their time with it. And so, wow, that's, that's huge. That's life-changing for me right there. And the thing is, it's going to be true for a lot of us, you know what I mean? And so it just like, again, it's so often not the way that we've been taught to act. And so it just, it takes some practice to return to it. But like, my experience is that when I when I jump before I'm ready, I just like will always regret it, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's just like this is just going to save you so much time and energy and relationships and jobs and all the things. Yeah. Agreed. So then we have ego, and that's only possible for projectors and manifestors. And this one is all around like whether or not you really have like the willpower or the fortitude for something. And this one's all about asking yourself like, is my heart really in it? Is it in this decision? And like these people are meant to be a little bit selfish in their decision making. And what I mean by that is like asking themselves like will this decision truly take care of me? Because they can like give so much, but they want to really make sure that they're receiving a lot as well. So I would ask in those relationships, like, is your heart really in it? Because you've got such powerful energy to make things happen, but like it requires that like your heart is truly in it and like you're not doing something in any kind of half-hearted way. Mm, Yeah, that's something to really honor too. Mm -hmm. And then we have self-projected, which is true just for projectors. And these people need to just like talk it out like verbal processors in all the ways. Like you've definitely got an element of this in your design, but I think that like a lot of projectors do, but I think that, so when they're like, I guess, assessing whether or not a relationship's right for them, one, making sure they feel recognized, but giving themselves an opportunity to just like process with their friends, with their therapists, with their coaches, with their parents, with their siblings. So just like see what comes out. 
And like, basically it's like often the tone of their voice will change and our truth will literally just plop out, you know? And so just kind of giving themselves that space to just process. Mm. <laughs> I love yeah. that. And then we have mental projectors. So they've got to talk it out too, but they also are so sensitive to their environment. So similar to reflectors. So best thing they can do is just choose to be in spaces that feel good to them. That's basically going to make themselves available to meet the right people, but also like available for the right experiences. Like if they go on the first, a first date with someone in a restaurant that doesn't quite feel right, it's going to be so much harder for that date to go well versus like if they choose the restaurant and it feels good, it's going to be so much easier for that thing to flow and to really get like an experience of that person. So they need to choose to just be in spaces that feel good and let themselves just kind of process in those spaces. Oh, that could be so tricky though. Well, then if the person that you're going on that first date with doesn't like the fact that you want to choose, Mm -hmm. well, then perhaps that person's not right for you. But that can just seem so tricky because you don't want to seem like bossy or like they have to be the one that chooses it all. Also, how can that person be with a reflector? So, yeah, I mean, I think that they would need to make sure the space feels – because the thing is the sensitivity to space can actually be true for, like, any type. Um, But it's so important for mental projectors. But I think that, like – yeah, if the space, the spaces you're drawn to feel really different, that'd be interesting. Like you could try both and see how it goes. But I also think there's something to me that feels so powerful about it where they're just like, they walk into a restaurant, they're like, this doesn't actually feel right. Like, can we go? Like, I just feel like that person is so clearly like standing up for what they need and want that like I, as a potential partner would be like, hell yeah. Like, let's go wherever you want. You know, that (laughs) sounds like, just like there's something like inspiring about it. You know, someone just like setting that boundary up front. So I think there are ways you know what I mean? So I think there are ways to communicate it where it's less like we have to do it my way, but more like, you know what? I love this restaurant. Like, are you open to trying it? Like it just got such a good vibe and I think it'd be so nice to meet oh, you Oh, I absolutely love that. You know? Yes. I, I would yeah. totally honor that too. I'd be like, sure, let's go. I know. Right. right. Just so nice when people like communicate what they need. It's like, sure. But like when they don't communicate it, it's hard to meet them there, you know? And yeah. so, and then for the reflector, you know, again, honoring that sensitivity to space. So making sure they're in spaces that feel good. And again, it's by being just like on their own in spaces that feel good that they're probably going to make themselves available to like meet the right people. But I think with reflectors too, like they have such a unique way of making decisions and that they're really trying to give themselves like a full 30 days or a full lunar cycle before they commit, which I know is like not always feasible for people. Um, But it really is like, they kind of need that period of time to like really feel into something and know whether or not it's correct for them. And so I think like same with the emotional people, but even to like a greater degree, like, just taking their time when they enter into a relationship and seeing kind of the first period as just a time to sample and like really experience the person from all different angles and all different perspectives and be like, okay, yeah, this does feel right. I'm ready to commit. So they kind of just like need to go through this, this cycle of just experience them in lots of different ways before they know it's right for them. Thank you for all of that and summing it all up, but also yeah. not only summing up each type, but also adding in how they can best pursue relationships and also just environments and their shadows and yada, yada. I think that is going to help people really understand at a greater level. So thank you. Oh my God. So fun. Of course. It's so fun. Um, what are each of the types, their design strengths when it comes to entering into a relationship or just being in a relationship what are some of each type's strengths that they can just really harness and relish in so I think that again so much of it will be unique to the design but I think like generally like 
generators and manifesting generators are just going to bring so much like energy and possibility and magnetism into the relationship. Because the thing is like with both of these types, when they're lit up by what they're doing, they're actually creating energy for all of us. And so they're like so bubbly and fun to be around. It's like, you can't get enough of them. And so like the, you know, so they're such a pleasure to be around if they're doing the things they enjoy. So like if you're dating a partner that like really hates their job, you know, or is investing their energy in things that like really don't work very well for them, like they're going to take that home too. And so I think these people have the potential to bring so much magnetism and excitement and energy and just like uplifting spirit when they're actually investing their relationship, investing their energy in a way that really feels good, you know, and also attracting a lot of things to them. Like they just like are pulling everything into their world. And so just like probably a lot of opportunities and things will show up because they're just like living their most authentic self, you know, and so inspiring and like manifesting generators, especially just like, you know, they can be so in their creative flow and want to like do all the things. And so that's just so inspiring as long as you like, honor that and don't try to keep up with them and just like see that as their magic that can like bring you along sometimes but like that that might not be your mo um don't try to keep up with them yes and also honor that they do they really are so magnetic and uplifting and i love having their energy around me you know one piece that i didn't mention and it's a little bit of a tangent but i think it's interesting when we talk about the context of relationships and then i'll get back to projectors is that the recommendation on human in human design, especially for manifestors, projectors, and reflectors, although in some ways I think it's a little bit true for everyone, is that when you're living with a partner or spending a lot of time with them, it's really good to sleep in your own spaces. Oh, yeah. Um, just, which I know we've talked about, but like the idea is just that we impact each other energetically when we sleep and it is a little bit easier to wake up as ourselves when we wake up in our own energy. And I know this is not financially feasible for everyone and like, nor is it desirable for a lot of people, but it's just something to play with. Like, how does it feel to sleep alone? Like, how does it feel to go to bed a little bit earlier, wake up a little bit later and just like have time and space to be in your own energy? Because like sleep is just a really precious time to just like let go of all the energy throughout the day that's not yours. Yeah, absolutely. And people can definitely, like you said, toy around with this where they just communicate with their partners about this of course because if it you know you just happen to be with a partner that you've been sharing a bed with for quite a while and all of a sudden you're like you know what I think I need my own bed that might come as a shock but of course communicate why which I'm sure that anyone listening to this wouldn't have trouble doing and hopefully their partner is receptive to it but if anything as well I know that there are partners that they have different rhythms when it comes to when they do their work. For example, I know this one couple, he likes to work late, late at night, whereas his partner, he likes to get up super early in the morning and go to bed early. And they both had a problem at first with the fact that they were going to bed at different times. And so it was like they didn't even really sleep next to each other, sleep together. But then they ended up really enjoying it because it's kind of like they got them time. So Mm -hmm. I like that. Exactly. You know, and I just think that it's sometimes a shift in perspective. I think there's so much stigma that it means that you're like getting further away from a partner, or like something's wrong with the relationship. But like, I truly believe relationships are so much more sustainable or can be when you do it, you know? And so seeing it as like, cause like my partner and I have our own bedrooms, but like we love sleeping together, Yeah, you know? And so just like not having the default has been so healthy. So we just choose when to, and like, similar to what you're saying, we have such different schedules. And so just like, honoring that rather than being like, oh, I've got to like collapse my schedule. I've got to go to bed earlier, whatever it is, you know? So it's just something to explore. And like more than anything, just ask yourself, like, how do I feel? How do I feel sleeping in my own energy versus not? Because more often than not, like in 
I always feel like I'll experience resistance when I share this with my clients and they're always just like, oh my God, yes, that would be a dream. Like, <laughs> you're like, I sleep so much better alone. I feel so much better, but like my partner would not be into it. And so I just think that like, I really do think it's kind of the future. I think it'll happen more often. Um, but I just think there is stigma oh, yeah. of like, oh, this means something's wrong with our relationship. Oh, yep. Yep. I already know that that will end up being my case where mm-hmm. I'm going to want it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And knowing it going forward, you know, my partner, like, I was not the one that was like, we need separate bedrooms. Like he's had a vision of that since he was like five. You know what I mean? So it was like <laughs> easy. But, like, and I love his reason for it because he's just like, why is the assumption that we will like collapse our space into one room? Like we have our own identities. Like let's decorate. Let's have our own spaces that we like cultivate and not feel the need to like, we have the rest of our home to like work on together. And I just love that. I think it's really nice to have our own space to retreat to. So such a wise man, a wise generator. I know. Um, and he's writing a book on partnership and connection. So it's coming out. Everyone should read it. Oh yeah. So, so in terms of projectors, um, you know, I think like so much of the gift of projectors is really being able to see people, like really seeing into people, recognizing them, offering them very powerful guidance when they're invited in to share it. So I think that they can have such a powerful presence in a relationship of kind of like asking questions, like giving people things to respond to, like helping them just like really seeing them and recognizing them. But again, knowing that their guidance operates best when like someone really recognizes them and invites them in to share it. Like I can't tell you how many clients I have that are so into human design and they really want to bring it to their partner, but their partner's super resistant. And like these are projector partners. So the projector tries to bring it to them before they're ready. It's just going to like fall on deaf ears. But if they like, you know, wait for that invitation, like I've had partners where it's just like, once they start living it, their partner's like, oh my God, I want to experience it. Show me what you're doing. So I think with a projector, knowing there's such potential for guidance and an ability to see energy and just be so sensitive and have such perspective when they're really seen in the relationship. Oh, yes. Oh, that's yeah. important. That sounds important, at least. <laughs> it is important, you know, recognition. Is, and recognition, I believe, is so important for all of us, you know, but I just think that, like, for projectors, like, because you just bring such a different thing to the table, it, like, is so important. So to, like, be in a marriage or in a relationship where you feel don't not recognized, it's going to be really challenging. And like, I have a lot of clients that, you know, experience that. And it's just like, they often already know the relationship isn't right. But when they like realize that recognition is just not there, it's, it, you know, it's, it's definitely not easy. And that's such an important piece for projectors. Yeah. So then for manifestors, they just bring so much power. Like they can kind of like, manifestors are like born to be leaders, you know, like they often, I was talking to someone to, yesterday, like a mom and like, she has a manifestor son and he's like already running the show, like choosing where they're going, what they're doing. And so I think just like letting the manifestor can be such a powerful and provocative leader of just like getting the ball rolling, initiating things and starting things. So I think that like, that can be such a powerful energy in a relationship if you like really like allow that you know what I mean like you don't want to try to control them or like you know dim them in any way like just supporting them to kind of be in this like powerful impactful flow and maybe you're not going to be in the same flow always but like I would really check to make sure you're not interfering with their flow and they're kind of you're letting them be as powerful as they're meant to be yeah uh yep yeah and And then then Oh yeah, there's more. There's reflectors. Yeah, Yeah, so reflectors, I think, again, their gift is like in their just perspective. Like they just see things that other people miss. They just have a connection to the world and what's going on in a way that a lot of people don't have access to. And so I think that like they, like whenever I'm around a reflector, whether it's on my team or someone else, like I'm just asking them questions all the time. 
I was like, what do you think about this? And what do you think about this? Just because like the way they see the world is so interesting. And so I think as a partner, like you can probably learn so much about where you're at and what's going on by how they're showing up and what they're reflecting back to you. So like they also really need recognition. So I would ask them questions. I would give them things to respond to. Like, you know, I would like invite them in to share. And I think that just like honoring that fluidity is one of their gifts and like really kind of leveraging the unique perspective they have. Yeah, I feel like they also would need a person in their power, a person that really just feels grounded in who they are yeah. because of the reflection. Yes, and for that, exactly. that is such a strength for the reflectors. Exactly. And so they're just like taking it in and feeling all that good power and like knowing when to separate and be in their own space rather than like, oh, I'm like taking all this stuff that I don't like and that doesn't feel good or feels unprocessed. And I think for, you know, I think we all need time alone in different ways, but I do think reflectors in particular um, really do need some space alone just because they are so sensitive to other people's energy. So like really taking time to kind of just disconnect and be in their own space, be in nature, be in meditation, whatever feels right, is going to be really powerful just to like maintain a healthy relationship and not get so wrapped up in someone else's stuff. And that I bet they just kind of are guided to do at their own time, whether they know they're, they're a reflector or not, that probably just happens for them instinctually. And so much of human design is that, you know what I mean? It's not stuff where yeah. we hear it and we're like, oh, this is like a foreign language. I've got to start a whole, <laughs> what are my new rules? You know, and it's just more like, oh my God, yes. Like these are things I've innately known all along. Like but you're just giving me permission to step into it. Like you probably don't hear the emotional piece and you're like, wait, like that feels wrong. Like, I don't want to wait. You're like, yeah, I guess that is true. I just like have been really impulsive. So it feels like I, you know, a new thing to step into, but there I'm like, do you feel like there's a part of you that kind of knows the truth of that? And yeah. Absolutely. No. When you said it, it made sense why when I do act impulsively, it just doesn't really work out. But taking the time makes a world of sense. I think what people have a hard time with, though, is I'm just thinking from a skeptic's mind, which I don't have, but I understand. (laughs) I love it so much. (laughs) Yes. I think that what might turn them off is the labeling. Mm. This is a project because it's not it's just like you said, a language for the experience even though there is a label like you are a projector it's not like that is a label that you have to identify it's just a language around that person and their experience and I think that that is something to emphasize I think that that's so true you know and I think that like anything is like I love skeptics like I, I appreciate when people <laughs> enter you know the system and they're just like wait a sec like how do we get all this information from this and like And I think that's exactly what you said is that like, I guess I was fearful because I do work with companies of just people being like, you know, you're putting me in a box, like this feels wrong. But like, I actually have like never heard that feedback because I think that like, there's a sense when people hear their design that it just resonates on such a cellular level that they're like, oh yeah. And I think that like, the other thing about human design is like, just because I tell you you're a manifester does not mean you have to operate like one. And just because I tell you you're a projector doesn't mean you have to do that. It just often feels better when you do. And so we often call human design an experiment because it's really just like up to you to integrate it if it resonates and see what happens when you do. And so I think yeah. that like it doesn't need to be limiting in that way. And my experience is that it often just offers like so much relief and like just one quick anecdote. Like I was doing a group session probably two years ago now and this woman had bought two spaces for her and her boyfriend and did not tell her boyfriend what he was coming to, but did give me his birth information in advance. So I was just like, started sharing about their designs. I started sharing about him and he was like, how in the world do you know this? You know? And he was just like, I, cause he didn't even understand that I had his birth information. And like, he was so skeptical, but he ended up like just falling in love. 
because like it just was so detailed and so specific to him that he was like, oh my God, yes. Oh my God, yes, that is me. And so I just think that like, there's a way to speak about human design and I think approach it with people in a way that doesn't feel like it's putting them in a box in any way. And like before every session or any work with any teams, I'm always just like, take the things that resonate, leave the rest. Like, you know, like this is meant to be empowering and useful for you. So like, let it be that, like, if anything doesn't feel like that, like just let it go, you know? And like, but I really have had the experience mostly all the time where people are just like, oh my God, yes, I feel such a sense of relief. Oh, yep. All right, Yomi. So I know many of you are extremely intuitive. In fact, I'm pretty sure all of you are, whether you know it or not. And a lot of you, in fact, every one of you have quite strong psychic senses as well that perhaps you have not yet tapped into or perhaps you'd like to strengthen and if I could have taken each and every one of you to at least just come a witness the transformation that I got to witness in person during this Bali retreat to see how Brie was able to really transform all of us, including myself, to fully strengthen and tap more deeply into our Claire senses, then I would be happy for you because it was powerful. AF. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so excited. My biggest passion and joy comes from empowering others. And one of my biggest messages is that, you know, we are all intuitive. It is an innate skill that's within us. We're generally just not taught what to do with it or how to use these skills. Um, And they just lie dormant, more or less. Um, So I created this program, which is Psychic Bootcamp. It's a 10-week online program. But it's super hands-on, and you get to practice with other students in the class, and so many people make friends. It's a really beautiful community, and it's really the only way that I'm working with people right now. So I do a monthly group coaching, um, so it's fully supported, and we just basically go from zero to psychic hero. Um, But yeah, just, you know, if you're an empath, you are an empath because you're a human. Uh, we, we work around boundaries and maintaining really healthy boundaries so you never experience anything that you don't want to and you like work out those fears about the other side, which we've all, a lot of us have, have experienced. Um, we do angel readings and spirit guides and soul readings and animal communication. Oh my gosh, she has so many life-shifting tools in her courses. Her soul sculpting, psychic boot camp, and the belief reprogram. What is it called? Belief yeah, reprogramming? Yeah, I don't even know what I called it, but there's a. <laughs> it's a mini course of soul sculpt, and yeah. so it's at like a cheaper price. Um, and it's basically the first couple modules of soul sculpt. So you learn the formulas that we kind of discussed, and there's a bunch of meditations and yeah. ways to begin to clear those out on an energetic conscious level and then soul sculpt is like longer 10 week goes deeper into all this work psychic boot camp as it sounds you already Mm -hmm. know um Mm -hmm. but i want to gift your listeners uh 10 percent off yeah for all of the things all the things i'm gonna put her link in the show notes it's briemelinson.com and the code is magic because duh One little topic I wanted to cover, is there a best way for each design to tackle, for lack of a better word, social media or just approach social media? Social media, mm. Yes, so that's gonna be, I just posted about this and I think it's also relevant to like your profile 
And the profile is these two weird numbers. Not weird. Just like two <laughs> fraction looking numbers. I mean, it looks yeah. weird because it's everyone's like, I'm a two floor. What does that mean? I'm a six yeah. two. But it's just like numbers that kind of speak around how you're best here to kind of manifest your purpose. And so here's the thing I'd say. With social media, manifesting generators and generators are meant to be like lit up by literally every marketing they do. So like if they're coming at social media, you know what I mean? If they're coming at social media from a place of like, I feel like I need to post on Instagram every day or I feel like I need to do this, like it's not going to have the energy that they want. And so it's important for them to be like lit up by what they're putting their energy into, you know, because like, and it's so often relieving people to hear that because they're like, I'm putting so much pressure on myself, but like, I'm actually like, so don't want to do this. And like, I know that's what I feel like I'm supposed to do, but this other path feels so much more appealing. And often that other path is going to be so much better for them. Um, I think with projectors, like with social media, so much of our um, work as projectors, at least to bring in those invitations is to make ourselves available and make ourselves visible. And so like using social media as a way to just be like, I'm going to share about who I am and what I do in a very inspired and impassioned way, not necessarily trying to sell, just like letting people know who I am and basically making myself available for recognition and available to be invited in. And I think that like that changed the game for me because I had another human design business before my own now with somebody else with another business partner. And like, I was so scared of putting myself out there and we were just like targeting specific companies and it just didn't flow quite as nicely. And I think when I started my own business, um, a couple years ago, I just like, was like, my work is to make myself visible. Like people can't invite me in and they don't see me. So I've got to just make myself seen and like trust that the right people will find me when I do. And so I think like as me, for me as a projector, like social media, Instagram has been amazing newsletters, talks, things that just put myself out there. So make yourself seen as a projector. Um, I think for manifestors, you know, I always tell manifestors like they're here to be super unapologetic about who they are. Like they're not really here to like people please or ask for permission. They're here to just, like I said, do their things in their own way on their own terms. And so I think that comes to social media too, where it's like really kind of like letting go of all the ways they think they were supposed to do it. And they're like, I'm just going to show up as I am and trust that like I might really trigger some people and I'm probably going to really inspire others. But like, I'm not going to like attract the right people unless I'm actually just like so fully and authentically myself. And so I would just encourage them to kind of be provocative and be powerful on social media. Um, You know, who's really good at a friend and client and amazing woman Alexandra Roxo um, is a manifester on Instagram and I just love the way that she's just like so herself and she's like provocative in all the best ways like I think she really embodies like what it means to kind of be a manifester you know um, and there yeah so there, there are a lot of good examples and then for reflectors I think just like leverage the fact that you've got such a unique way of seeing the world and and so just like observe and evaluate what's going on around you and share it you know, because again, you're here to be recognized and invited in to see it, but like use social media as an opportunity to kind of just share your uniqueness in that way. Wow. You know, it just dawned on me as you were sharing this, because of course you and I are thinking as projectors, or you also work with so many different businesses and you're thinking of people that approach social media for their business, but there also are so many people, most people actually that use social media that are just using it for their own personal use you know I know it's so true I'm like marketing on social media not everyone's trying to market themselves <laughs> <laughs> well just well and that's the thing like it dawned on me as well because uh I mean I don't really use social media that often but of course you know that comes to mind because I do happen to have a business right <clears throat> and yeah. then most of my friends as well 
social media is their business. Instagram like is their business. But I've been talking, having one-on-ones with different Yomis lately. And I'll look at their Instagrams and most of them really are just like personal for them. So this question just came up just now. and, And I think that this will help a lot of people that perhaps they don't really care to use social media to market their business or anything. But social media does have an big impact on their life in some way or influences how they see themselves, how they feel about themselves, whether they're using it for business or for personal use. And so with that being said, could we elaborate for those that use it for personal use, perhaps how social media, they may best use social media or approach social media so they feel more empowered with their self? Yeah, I think that like, you know, similar with generators and manifesting generators, like do it if you feel excited about it. Like, don't do it if the people around you are doing it and you think you should or you see something you're like, I should share the sunset. Like, do it because you're like, this is fun and this is giving me energy and, like, I love sharing this with the world. And so I would just, like, let that be your guidepost and barometer rather than, like, feeling any pressure. Uh, I love seeing posts like that too, But you feel it. Those are Yeah, you feel it. It's such a different energy. And I think with projectors, you know, I think in general, like, we all are going to need clear boundaries, but I think with projectors, you know, just like having, I guess it is true for all of us having clear boundaries around like when to use social media and when not to, I think projectors, we can sometimes like overdo things or get like, you know, really like so overzealous. I know I have. Oh, yeah. And so right. I think just like finding balance there and also just like for projectors, reflectors, manifestors, like allowing the ebb and flow. Like if there are periods of the projector where you're like, I'm super energized to share. I love sharing about what I'm doing. Like, um, do it but like there are also ebbs where you're like mm, this is not really the time to, for me to be visible like I'm good oh my god that's me but even- <laughs> yeah I know I, I love watching the ebbs and flows for you I feel like you're like I'm here and you've got such a hermit nature to your design and also such a like community outward nature so like you just got to do both yeah. you're like I'm in my hermit dumb right now you know and now I'm ready to like be around and interact with people oh, like yeah. both are so perfect for you I am so glad that you said that. Wow. Just because it is such a big thing in our society, people ask me all the time why I'm not – I seriously get asked that on the daily, you know, like why I'm not on Instagram Mm -hmm. because I'm not thinking about it all the time unless someone asks. I don't really – I'll open the app for a second or if I have to post for something or promote an episode, but I I don't – really just want to open it at this time like you said the hermit mode I get into those hermit modes because they feel so right and delicious at the moment being on Instagram does not feel right period amen in the story and so um, I'm so glad that you just gave me that delicious confirmation from my design that I have that yeah and like and we can talk about the profile lens for a sec after this Mm. so and I think yeah manifestors honestly same thing as the business thing like just show up as you just like be unapologetic, just like own who you are as much as possible and like know that there could be something provocative to the way you share. And it's like, that's so much of your magic, you know? So like not trying to fit in or like abide by like any of the traditional rules and just like letting you like just charting the path on your own. Mm -hmm. And I think with reflectors too, I would really just, yeah, be like really sensitive. I think that like, you know, with projectors and reflectors and I like scrolling through like, Honestly, it really, again, it's so impactful for all of us. But I do think for reflectors, just like honor the ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. Share when you are desire, like the things that you see, the way that you're looking at the world. But like when you don't feel inspired, like perfect, yeah. you know, like don't force it. Um, do you mind if I share briefly about the profiles? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So the profiles are, there are 12 different profiles, but they're made up of six different numbers. And it's basically just like here, how we're here to kind of like manifest our purpose, whether it comes to relationships or jobs or any of the things. And so I think it can be useful. 
in relationship. And so like, if you have a one in your profile, which would look something like a one, three, a four, one, a one, four, like these are people that are really like here to investigate. So like in the context of relationships, you know what I mean? Like really getting to the bottom, like really kind of understanding what a relationship is, what you're in it for, but like they're here to just like understand all the details, like really just become like a master in whatever it is they're here to do. Like career wise, these people need like a very strong foundation. So similar to a relationship, like really just like spending time building out that foundation and kind of really just like investigating and then seeing if it feels right for you. For the people that have a two, so you have a two, I have a two as well. We're so alike. I know. We've got very similar designs. So there's very like a very hermit nature to our design. So it's really good for to have time alone to just do your own thing in your own time. And you're meant to just like be in your own flow, doing the things that come natural, doing the things that come easy. And then you're going to just like be called out by people into relationships to kind of share your magic, whatever it is. And so just like trusting that like, when you're just like in your flow and doing your thing, like people are going to see it and like want to invite you in to share it. So I would not focus on the things that come hard or like pushing into the things that feel unnatural and just like follow the flow with what actually feels most natural to you. Yeah, that feels right. The people that have threes in their profile, they're here to be like the great experimenters. They are here to make mistakes, bump into things, figure things out as they go, like start relationships and relationships, like (laughs) maybe just like have a lot of, you know, and like, not like they need to break up with people a bajillion times, but they're just here to like really like experience life and like get like really into it and be like, this doesn't work. This does. So it could be with one partner the whole time, you know, but like often these people, like, it's just like, they've got a very clear sense of when something's no longer working. So like breaking the bond when they need to, but allowing themselves to be in this place of just learning where for these people, it's never about like making mistakes or failing in a relationship, but just like gleaning as much wisdom as possible so they can kind of bring it onto the next thing or the next thing with their, the next relationship, whatever it is. Yeah. And then we have fours and you have a four in your profile too. And so you are very much, and I'm curious how you met the past few people you've been dating, but like you're very much meant to meet people through like your community and your network. So these people often struggle a little bit more like meeting people through apps or through strangers. Like it's really good to like just have a foundation of friendship with somebody, but also be connected to someone through people you that, you know. Um, And so like, it's really nice having just like a real personal connection with somebody before you kind of enter the romantic space. Yeah. Do you feel that? Yep. Great. Okay, good. (laughs) When I was in Bali, I decided, you know, to adventure and have a good time on Tinder, but I never actually went out to meet these men in person though. The men that I matched with, we would, talk on message and they'd ask to hang out all the time but it's interesting that I would never feel like okay this feels right to go actually meet Mm -hmm. the person I think it is because of that inner knowing that okay it's just not gonna work out like this there's gonna be a network or something I just wanted the attention right which feels good you (laughs) know and I think the best the best thing for you to do though honestly just to like find relationship if that's what you want is to just like cultivate your community and your network yeah for sure and let them know you're available for it and just like trust that like that's that's the source of all opportunities for you whether it's your business whether it's the podcast whether it's a relationship so Aaron, you know any woke beautiful fun men <laughs> just kidding okay, exactly okay <laughs> I, I will keep an eye out um and no okay so for fives in their profile these people the thing I would watch out for for these people is people can project all sorts of like possibility onto them that they can like fix them or guide them or lead them or save them and so just for these people to kind of be very highly discerning of what people are projecting onto them just to make sure that like it's fully in alignment with who they are I often see in a romantic relationship like their partner might project that they're like put them on a pedestal or project that they're like this 
version of them. And they're just like, that's actually not all of me. And so making sure that like you feel really kind of fully seen and like don't feel like you're being boxed in in any way. And then for the sixes in their profiles, the last one. So this one's kind of a complicated one because they have different phases in their lives, but they tend to have like a very role model, like natural trust that they inspire in people. But they often tend to live their first 30 years, a lot of trial and error, making mistakes, bumping into things. It's not, not often a time to make huge commitments like you can. I definitely got into my relationship in that phase. Um, but it is a time of just like experimentation. So allowing that. And then 30 to 50 is kind of a time of really um, just like stepping back, processing all the things that you've learned, serving a little bit more as a witness, great time to be in a relationship um, if that's what you desire. And then 50 is when you're kind of designed to like fully be like an embodied role model by just like living all the things that, sorry, by just embodying all the things that you've learned and kind of being a living role model. So oh. just a few. Yeah. <laughs> I love it all. And I love that there are different aspects to each part of our chart that reveal something in any department of our life, such as business and relationships. And I'll also be curious, does it help us at all in understanding our sex life or sexual compatibility? So I think that like in terms of the sex life, what I would say is the most relevant part of that probably is the sacral center. And so the people that have it colored in, which are going to be generators and manifesting generators might have like a more consistent sense of like desire. That's like the center of like sexuality and fertility and vitality. But for projectors, manifestors and reflectors, we have it open. So we can often really take in other people's desires and be very wise about them, but like also sometimes take them on as our own. And so for us, there might be a little bit more of an ebb and flow of just like tuning into where other people are at, but like not having it consistently present within us and having there kind of be some evolution and shift based on who we're with and where we are. All right. That was good to know. I was just curious. So what if like one person has, you know, a colored in uh, sacral and then the other one has an open centered one? What would that do for their sex life? I mean, I think like anything's possible 100% (laughs) because I just think that there is like, I think with the you know, with generators and manifesting generators, when they're lit up and using their energy, like that's a creative, just naturally sexual and magnetic yeah. energy that they have. And I think with a projector, they're probably going to be really tuned into their desire, you know, and feel it very intensely within themselves. But I guess with a projector, it's like allowing some inconsistency, you know, of just like knowing like when they feel the desire and when they don't, and like not expecting it to be there all the time. It's not there all the time for yeah. any of us, you know. <laughs> um, but I think just like, allowing there like I know for me it's like my desires always it's been so inconsistent I can't always predict it you know so just kind of like letting it be more of an organic flow rather than just like there all the time but I think that's like such a that can be such a powerful dynamic I think the sexual stuff like I think that's not going to be a problem between any types you know again if there's like that real chemistry dynamic there um but it might like the people that have it colored in might just it might be more consistent within them okay this is all so juicy (laughs) wait what is mine again Yours is open. Okay, that's right. Okay, yeah. good to know. Because you're a projector. Yeah. Yep, because I'm a projector. Erin, uh, thank you so much. Do you have anything else that you wanted to add when it came to relationships or social media or whatever else? I don't think so. So fun. 
Always. Always so fun. And now so many people are going to be diving in to their design and also their partner's design or who they desire their partner to be their design. (laughs) They'll ask them, like, when were you born? What time? (laughs) Just kidding. Totally. No, no, (laughs) truly. I like we're about to set up a thing for Valentine's Day for partners to get their blueprints. (gasps) And like, and I just think that it's such a cool way to just like understand yourself and understand your partner. Oh my God, I love that. Where would everyone be able to find that when it's out yeah so I well it's not done yet and yeah. I will do it this week but I think um but yeah I mean the blueprint I I know a lot of people in your community have ordered them and I love that so much but Yay. the blueprint is basically like a 30 page pdf that I put together on your unique design and so a lot of people are ordering that both for their partner and themselves just to kind of like really understand their design all the pieces we talked about today and so much more to just like really like know you know know that they're communicating and relating to their partner in a way that really works for them and there's the discount code magic which is still active so people are welcome to use that amazing Erin thank you so much wait we have to ask that one last question that I've asked you before you might not remember what you said Mm -hmm. that is okay but um how would you advise the your own magic listeners to create their own magic Mm. I would advise them. I'm sure my answer has been different every time. <laughs> I think my, my recommendation today is like, I don't know. It's just to kind of like surrender. I feel like whenever I try to like control and um, make things happen in a way that I think it's supposed to, it just like is very limited. And I feel like there's so much expansiveness and magic and just like allowing things to unfold. And often like so much more is possible than I ever imagined when I just like show up in a way that feels aligned every moment and just like trust that it's all going to make sense later. And so I guess it's just like not having to know where it's all going to take you, but just knowing that what you're doing right now feels aligned and feels correct. Uh, And it always feels so right just to see it unfold naturally. With that being said, does that also apply for manifesting generators and generators? Yeah, totally. (laughs) I think in their own way, like for them being aligned in every moment is that they're like really lit up and how they're using their energy Yes, where they're just like, I love doing this thing. I don't know how I'm going to make money off of it. I don't know where it's going to take me, but it feels really good right now. And I trust that like later down the line, I'll know exactly why I had to do that. I love that doing whatever lights you up. And that honestly applies for everybody, but I understand how like that really helps them out. Thank you, Erin. You're amazing. I'm so glad that we had this chat. Me too. It feels like there's never enough. We can always talk. So I love it so much. Oh, I know. And you're also welcome to come back on again anytime i'm sure we're gonna have another part sometime this year about it always and perhaps we'll gather yummy questions amazing such a pleasure thanks so much for having me love dear yummies thank you so much so so much for lending your ear and taking time valuable time for your soul to listen to this episode today i am honored to provide this for you and i hope something in this spoke to you and shifted you in some way i would love to personally connect with your soul on well of course irl but also on the instagrams or the facebook's my instagram which i am finally active on is at Raquel Mantra, that is spelled R-A-Q-U-E-L-L-E Mantra. I'll put that in the show notes and make sure to not only see and respond to all the comments, but also send love back to you because why not? And then for you to also connect with me and this powerful tribe of like-minded individuals, high-vibing individuals to, to raise your vibrations, feel free to join us in the Your Own Magic Secret Facebook group. 
that will also be left in the show notes. And feel free to browse yourownmagic.life. I have some free guided meditations on there and more information about upcoming retreats and events. And of course, my offering, my service, is the Soul Tribe exclusive site, which is $44.44 USD. This is for life for you to receive many meditations. And the most recent one was to help you reprogram your subconscious mind to see your highest potential in a hypnotic state for example like reprogramming your subconscious mind to see your highest potential while you're in a hypnotic state along with others like activating your third eye or short simple ones to ease you into your morning or alleviate anxiety and a lot of deep imaginings which i love to do personally is to just visualize and expand my imagination so i can be more creative in my day in addition to that other soul expanding journalings to ask yourself every morning and magic challenges and other spiritual rituals yada yada (laughs) anyway i love you all so much thank you so much for listening and have a magical day